the cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. You know, it's been a crazy, crazy week for me. I'm telling you. I mean, this has been the most craziest week here. And uh, here to talk about it with me is Josh Bryant. Oh, thanks for having me today. Hey, man, this is a, a different kind of show. Usually I have you on the sports show, but now you have kind of joined the off-the-cuff circle of sitting in on the, uh, kind of the actual real piece of what off-the-cuff is. How do you feel about that? It feels good. There's a, there's a first time for everything, and I feel like my opportunity has come. Yeah, so uh, it, it truly has, but I should probably uh, let the audience know uh, a little bit about uh, kind of what's been going on. Uh, Nelly uh, might not be so much more consistent on the show because um, an unfortunate situation happened where she lost one of her family members, and it turns out that... She is going to take in her friend's child as a foster kid until she graduates high school. So Nellie's situation has kind of changed to where she's not going to be located near the -the off-the-cuff studios. So she's moving to Winchester. So it's something that could um, kind of limit her time. She's definitely still going to be on the show. Definitely, definitely still going to be on the show, but she's not going to be like at the capacity that she was if that happens. But it's not a for sure thing. But I'll keep you definitely posted on it. But uh, Josh, it was a crazy, crazy past week for me because I just did one of the biggest interviews that Off the Cuff has ever had. I interviewed yes. Brad Calipari. It was uh, a very interesting situation of how it all started. A lot of people ask me, they say, Adam, how did how in the world did you get Brad Calipari? Well, I'm about to tell you the process of how this whole interview came about. I, I knew, I, I was listening to a radio show the other day that was talking about Coach Cal, how long he's going to stay at UK. He's never guaranteed how long he's going to stay. But the other day he guaranteed he would stay at least until, if his son went to UK and played ball, he would coach there until he graduated at least. And that is four or five more years. That could bring so... Like, if we got Cal four or five more years, I will be satisfied with that. Think about the season we just had. I mean, it, it, he, he does great things almost every year. Oh, man. So he, I couldn't imagine the program or the state without him. But anyway, like, he... He he made that statement. So everybody was talking about, well, where where is Brad going to go? So I was like, you know what? I want to... Uh, I want to... What are you looking for? <laughs> oh, okay. Over here grabbing stuff. Um, I, I wanted to talk to Brad and uh, talk about his recruiting process. So I just reached out to him and asked him if he would do the show. You never know what you're going to get from people until you ask it, Josh. I'm telling you, you never know what people will say yes to. So just ask. So I asked him and he said yes, which was really cool because, you know, because of his name and who he is, he don't have to do this show. He can do any show he wants because of who his dad is. But he chose to do Off the Cuff. He came on. We did an interview. It went great, man. I, I think it went great. I've, I've got a lot of positive feedback. It's actually the most listened to episode of Off the Cuff yet. That's awesome. I've, I've, I've been accounted for. Thank you. I think so. You're one of the listens out there. You know what I think is really cool about it, though, is one of those listens out there, out of all the thousands of listens that it gets, one of those listens, I guarantee you, is Coach Cal for two reasons. One, it's his baby boy. He wants to know what his son's doing, Mm -hmm. and he wants to know if he actually freaking said anything that could get him in trouble. And two, he is wanting to see what this is all about because I tagged him in it, his son's in it. And he wants to, you know, make sure his son didn't say anything to get him in trouble. Yeah, he wants to make sure everything is in good light of him. 
Of course, uh, he's got a career in, yeah. Absolutely. People to keep happy. So, yeah, the interview, I think, went pretty cool. But uh, I do want to thank Brad Calipari for doing the interview. It, it, it means a lot. So if you do continue on listening, Brad, off the cuff, I really appreciate you, appreciate you as a listener. But, Josh, what's been going on around in the world, man? A lot. We Let's could, talk about that. Yeah. I, you know, and the first thing I want to talk about, this has been all over the news. It's been I watched MSNBC this morning. I don't know why. But I was watching it, and they were talking about the Meek and Drake feud that's been happening. I just want to say, I think it's really cool that it's happening because hip hop is all about you know personal like beefs, beefs, controversy. It's always been about like that in hip hop, especially if you look back at the history with you know Biggie and Tupac and and all them and uh, Ice Cube. So this this brings back a little bit of the old style, the old the new style. style, and and you get to enjoy that more. You get to enjoy it more as long as it stays within the lyrics. Like when it becomes like on the streets and people yeah, are beating you don't people want to up or killing people, then it's getting too real. This is this is you all are mature now, and, and, and it, it, this is for anybody. And it's been interesting because they haven't given it to the lyrics. Drake released a song back to back, and Meek. Uh, released a song with like the Undertaker's theme song in the background. I don't even know he what the name of the like song it. was. The Undertaker was really upset that he did Was that. he? Mm-hmm. There was news about that. Oh, wow. I don't know more details. I wish I did. You know, the Undertaker, man, he didn't want... That's that's part of his character, man. And he don't want that... Tra- he has that trademarked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The Undertaker could definitely... The, whoever the Undertaker is, this character that plays him, could probably sue... For using that in that song, absolutely. I think if he owns the rest of that song, well, the WWE could see. Unless he changed it a little bit, or yeah, at some point in the, end of the song, or if he asked him for it. But yeah, I don't think that. W- I'm sure Meek Mill didn't ask him his permission. Yeah, but apparently the feud's over. Uh, Meek saying that Drake doesn't write his real. Uh, Drake is not really the artist behind his music. Uh, well, he has people to write. His you know what music. that's called? What it's called a ghostwriter. Yeah, he says he had a ghostwriter. You think Meek Mill doesn't have ghostwriters? Almost all. Meek Mill was pissed and started that rumor because he wanted Drake to shout out his new album, and Drake didn't do it. So that's what hey, he retaliated to that. And then Drake, he he got him, man. I think Drake definitely no, he, he won. does way better. Yeah, he's way better he's, he's one of the best rappers of our generation. Agreed. And he's growing still to this day because of everyone that's invested in him, Lil Wayne and Kanye and... They're all invested in him. They want to make him grow and be better. Do you think Tyga's a, a, a rapper that is uh, a best of our generation? I think he's good. I wouldn't put him in the best of our generation. He's had a couple of hits. Yeah, I put him in the top fifty, sure, easy. Top twenty five, maybe even. But he's got some time to grow still. You know, he's not near a lot far along as Drake. But I can't. Every time I think of Tyga, I can't get past what's going on in his personal life as course. far as like who he's. Date man, like remind it, us. Like it, it's, and the reason I even want to bring it up is because it's just it's huge, and who he's dating. He's dating one of the biggest reality characters, biggest reality stars in the country. You know, is it? It's the youngest one, Kylie, Kylie Jenner. Yeah, Kylie Jenner. Yeah, she's from Keeping Up How with the Kardashians. She? she is seventeen, but she turned eighteen today. Okay, today. So Tyga is like, woo. This bitch is legal. So he <laughs> this went has been out going on for years, guys. Out, it's been going on for years. So he's been like humping and grinding on this girl since she's been fourteen, and he was like twenty one. So yeah, that's that's the type of guy Tiger is. But he bought her a Corvette for her birthday. He owes it to her. Mm. But there's been rumors saying that they're going to get married. Do you think that's going to happen? If that happens, that means Tiger is going to be a character on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. They they get I so would enjoy many. That more. You know, I respect 
keeping up with the Kardashians, and I'll tell you why I do. I respect that show because they, they first of all, it's a reality show that's been going on since 2007. They have almost hit 10 years of running their life. They are a family that's been recorded for more, almost 10 years. Like they're girl, It's like the Truman Show in real life for them. 10 years? The show has been going on almost 10 years. Wow. Yes. I did not know that. Yeah, it is crazy. How they, big of a fan are you? I'm not really a big fan. I love Kourtney Kardashian. I think she's hot. The only thing I'm trying to make, the point I'm trying to make is I respect that show because of all the characters they brought on it. Lamar Odom. Yes. Um, uh, As a Lakers Chris, fan, you have to. Chris Humphreys. Uh, Kanye West. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, Reggie Bush. There's just so many people that these Kardashians date. know and hang out with as well. What's the guy um, that Chloe dated? It was the French Montana. Yeah, I just all these just characters. So they keep it, as far as pop culture goes, they keep the show very entertaining. Mm-hmm. They make it enjoyable for the viewers, for sure. So, uh, Josh, I like to look at what's trending on Twitter. And uh, one of the things that I saw trending on Twitter was the best party schools in the USA. And I was interested to know what that was because I just find that stuff fascinating of where the rankings are. So, could you, if I had to uh, give you one guess, who would you guess was the number one party school? I mean, really. Because you already know the answer. But if you had to guess, would you have said this school? No. You, you know, I would have guessed, maybe for giggles, somewhere in Kentucky, because Eastern used to be number one. Yeah. Um, I'd probably guess somewhere further west. Yes, for sure. More like California or yeah. Las Vegas. I'm sure there's a college there. There is. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, the number one party school was the University of Illinois. In or Chicago, in Chicago, Urbana. Where they have or is it Urbana, Chicago? I guess, but it was the University of Illinois. Yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago, where it gets cold as crap. That's the number one party school. I guess people get so cold they just stay in and party. Yeah, but some of the inside parties all the time. Yes, I remember like there was a a time when there was a school here in Kentucky where. We had the number one status. And I say we. I don't know why I said we because I didn't go to the school. But Eastern Kentucky University. Did you? Did you already say that? that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anyway. So EKU at one point in time was the best party school. But now it belongs to the University of Illinois. Very, very interesting. It's always fun to look and see where we rank and how close we are. And where were we? I have no idea. So we weren't very high up on the list. No, I, I didn't even see us. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for doing the show, Josh. It's a pleasure having you, man, on the first um, off the cuff real episode. Yes, yes, it was. You know, I've enjoyed the show and giving some fans a little preview of what's to come. And yeah, hopefully to be on the show more, of course. Yeah, it's going to happen, man. Because in Nelly's absence, I'm going to have to have another voice to uh, to do the podcast. It's hard to do the podcast. Alone, I've tried it. It's tough. I don't know how people like Rush Limbaugh do it. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. That guy... <laughs> Many years of practice, right? Sits there. He has a three-hour show and does a podcast. It's crazy. That is. But, uh, like I said, I want to thank everybody for joining. And we'll see you in the next episode. We'll see you later. <laughs>